Hello and welcome to LDS Faith. Let's talk faith with Josh Hawes. Hello and welcome. Welcome back. Uh, thank you for joining me on this journey that we are taking together to talk about the LDS faith and what we believe. Um, last episode we talked about how we have a Heavenly Father. Um, some people know Him as God. Uh, we believe and we address Him as our Heavenly Father. Um, and going into tonight, uh, we are going to be talking about our Heavenly Family. Um, so, it, think about it for a second. If He's our Heavenly Father, what does that make us to Him? We are His children, every single one of us. Um, so let's let's dive in right into it. Um, we have scriptures and Latter-day Prophets, meaning prophets in our day and age, that have taught us about our relationship to God. And I just want you to think about it. Think about what I just said. Think about... Um, that we are his children. God is not only our ruler and he and uh, creator. Um, like I stated, he is our heavenly father. He loves us. Um, like I am my father, or like I am a father to my children. I love them. I want what's best for them. And like my father, um, who I look up to, he is my example. Um, and I love him very much. And he has taught me everything um, that I know and everything that I do is because of him. Um, we are literally sons and daughters of God. Think about that. What does that mean to you? That you are a literal son or a daughter of God. Um, man has a spirit. Um... And that spirit was created by our Heavenly Father. Um, we were born of uh, heavenly parents and reared to maturity in this uh, eternal mansions of the Father prior to coming upon the earth. So I want to dive a little bit into what we know as the plan of salvation. Some of you may heard that we believe that there was a, a war in heaven or a battle in heaven, um, be when the earth, or before the earth was created, before all this began, we believe that there was a literal gathering in the heavens where Heavenly Father presented His plan to where it was like a, it's like a guide to our life on earth, um, kind of like a map of where we came prior to earth, where where we're going after earth and um why am i here um and before that we lived in we were in god's presence as spirits as his spirit children every person uh who's ever born on this earth is our spirit brother or sister because we are the spirit children of God, we have inherited the potential to develop His divine qualities. 
through the atonement of Jesus Christ, uh, we can become like our Heavenly Father and receive a fullness of joy. So, hearing that, how does how does that influence your thoughts, words, or actions? How does that make you feel to know that what Heavenly Father has, we can inherit the same things? So, let's talk about talents and gifts that you may have. Um, me, um, I let's see, talents I have, I play the piano, I play the trumpet, um, I'm very um, inclined with, or I love music, so I'm, I have a really good, good tone, um, really good at woodworking, good with sports, I have a good hand-eye coordination, I don't know if that counts, <laughs> um, but there are many different skills that I have that I'm blessed with, that other people aren't. Um, some people are a, they're better, uh, I don't know, a dancer. They're better dancer. Like, <laughs> you see me try and dance, it's kind of funny. Um, some people are better at doing different things. Um, working on cars. I, the only thing I know how to do is change the oil. Um, so the scriptures teach us that prophets uh, prepare themselves to become leaders on earth while they were still spirits in heaven. So uh, before we were born, God foreordained or chose them to be leaders on the earth. And if you have a Book of Mormon, and if you don't have one, um, you can reach out to me and I can mail you one if you want for free. You can follow along with me. Um, we go to Alma chapter 13 verses 1 through 3 and it says and again my brethren I would cite your minds forward to the time when the Lord God gave these commandments unto his children and I would that ye should remember that the Lord God ordained priests over his holy order which is after the order of his son to teach the things unto the people and those priests were ordained after the order of his son in a manner that thereby the people might not. The people might know in what manner to look forward to his son for redemption, and this is the manner after which they were ordained, being called and prepared from the foundation of the world, according to the foreknowledge of God, on account of their exceeding faith and good works. In the first place, being left to choose good or evil, therefore, they having. Um, chosen good and exercising exceedingly great faith, we are called with holy calling, yea, with that holy calling which was prepared with and according to a preparatory redemption for such. Um, so, we were preordained to be leaders on this earth, just like um, just like Adam and Abraham were some of these leaders. Joseph Smith um, who was the prophet who organized the church, who restored the church, he taught that every man who has a calling to minister to the inhabitants of the world was foreordained to that very purpose. However, everyone on earth is free to accept or reject any opportunity to serve. So for me, um, I was foreordained to be because right now in the church, I am a uh, scout leader. 
um, over the 12 to 14 year olds. To me, I was foreordained. This may sound silly, but I was foreordained to be a scout leader for so said boys. Um, I believe that I was chosen and called to do that. Um, you know, I may have other opportunities to serve in the church as I grow and um, progress in the church, but you know, at this time in my life, I know that I was called to, to be a scout leader. My father-in-law, he is part of the uh, bishopric. He assists the bishop, which we have a bishop who we call him the father of the ward. Uh, he watches over everybody. Um, if we have questions, we go to him. If we have uh, things in our life that we need to repent for, we go to him. Um, kind of like a father or, or a reverend. Um, and my father-in-law assists him. So if he needs, so if he gets too busy and he needs to have meetings, then my father-in-law will step in and he will assist the bishop. And I believe that my father-in-law was foreordained or chosen to be in this bishopric. We are not all alike in heaven. We know, for example, um, that we were sons and daughters of heavenly parents, males and females. Um, we possess different talents and abilities, and uh, we were called to different things on earth. We can learn more about our eternal possibilities when we receive our patriarchal blessings. And that was quoted from Thomas S. Monson in a conference report in 1986. Um, if you don't know what a patriarchal blessing is, it is a blessing that we receive by the laying out of hands by someone who holds the authority to um, give us so said blessing. Uh, this blessing is a roadmap for our life. Talks about um, our lineage, if we're um, a part of the, um, or what what tribe we're a part of, because we believe that the um, that we are descendants of the uh, twelve tribes of Israel, um, and that goes over that, and that kind of goes more about uh what blessings we can receive as we stay faithful as we are um as as we prepare ourselves for those blessings um so going back to what I was talking about with the plan of salvation nobody remembers where we came from i can't remember past i think maybe 4 or 5 years old um in doing so there, you know, there, there's a reason why we can't remember living with our heavenly parents. Um, we had a veil placed over our minds to where we come to earth to be tested. So picture it as a, I don't know, you're sitting in a, you're sitting and you're getting your doctorate degree. You spent all this money, thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars to get your doctorate degree. You're sitting at your final exam, ready to take your test. And all of a sudden, the teacher comes up to you and hands you the answer sheet. It says, here you go. What was the point of spending all that money if I'm just going to get the answer sheet at the end of the semester? I might as well not try. It's kind of like coming to... Um, coming to earth 
we're here to try our best to make it to the end, endure to the end, to where we can sit down without the answer sheet, um, having a having faith that we have done our best, that we can return and live with our Heavenly Father. Um, so with that veil over our minds, our, um, our pre-mortal life, but our Father in Heaven, He knows who we are and what we did before we came here. He has chosen the time and place for each of us to be born so we can learn the lessons we personally need to do the most good with our individual talents and personalities. Um, so with, you know, I believe we're placed on earth at the right time, the right place to help those in need um, that may need help from you. So think about it. Have you ever helped somebody recently? Maybe you were the only one that were, that was able to help that person. Think about if you weren't here, what would happen to 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 that person? I mean, it's everything's in working order. Um, and so I want you to think how you've been blessed by others people by other people's talents, or um, how your talents and gifts can bless others. I know a lot of people tell me that they enjoy my piano playing, and it's very calming. Um, and that's what makes me wanting, that makes me want to keep playing the piano. So how does earth life help us be, to become more like our Heavenly Father? Um, our Heavenly Father knew we could not progress beyond a certain point unless we left Him for a time. He wanted us to develop God-like qualities that He has. To do this, we need to leave our pre-mortal home to be tested and gain experience. So this is kind of going back to what I was talking about um, with the exam for your doctorate. What would be the point if, um, if we remembered everything back um, where we came from before our life on earth? Our spirits needed to be clothed with physical bodies. We would need to leave our phys uh, physical bodies at death and reunite with them in the resurrection. So we believe that everyone that comes to this earth, no matter how bad or evil you are, you will be resurrected. Um, that was a gift that Christ gave to us when He was when He was resurrected. He made that possible. So, uh, in yesterday's episode, I talked about how I had scars on my hands, and on my legs, on my back, on my face, and how I'm losing my hair. All those scars will be gone. I'll have a full head of hair. Um, I won't have arthritis, um, arthritis in my knees, won't have, um, you know, I won't have bad feet. Everything that's imperfect with my body will be perfected. Um, then, then we would receive immortal bodies like that of our Heavenly Father. So when we're resurrected, our bodies that, um, we get will be immortal. If we pass our test, we receive the fullness of joy that our Heavenly Father has um, has received. Um, our, um, so this, I'm going to kind of go back to the plan of salvation. Our Heavenly Father called our Grand Council to present this plan for our progression. We learned that if we followed His plan, we would become like Him. We would be resurrected. We would have all the power in heaven and on earth. We would become heavenly parents have spirit children just like he does. So think about that. 
if we if we go through this life, we do what we're supposed to do, we can gain the same um, same qualities as as him. We can become like him. We learn that he would provide an earth for us where we would prove ourselves. A veil would cover our memories and we would forget our heavenly home. This would be necessary so we could exercise our agency to choose good or evil without being influenced by the memory of living with our heavenly father. Thus we could obey him because of our faith in him, not because of our knowledge or memory of him. We would help us. He would help us recognize the truth when we heard it again on earth. So if you have your Bible, Let's turn to John, chapter 18, verse 37. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? And Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born. For this cause came I into the world, that I should, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the tr uh, truth heareth my voice. So Jesus came unto the world to bear witness unto the truth to establish his gospel so we can learn of our Heavenly Father. At this Grand Council, um, when this plan was presented to us, we also learned the purpose for our progression, to have the fullness of joy. Um, we also learned that some would be deceived, to choose other paths, and lose their way. Uh, we learned that all of us would have trials in our lives. We would have sickness, disappointment, pain, sorrow, and, and death. Um, but we understood that these would be given to us for our experience and our um, and for our good. Um, I know that um, recently, well, I would say probably it's probably been about five years now, eight years, uh, something, sometime. Um, I lost both my grandparents, um, and knowing my grandparents has helped me. Tremendously, they have influenced my life. They were put in my life for a reason, um, and their their death has. I know it's sad, but their death has opened my eyes to um, eternal families um, because I know I will see them again. I testify that I will see them again. If you have lost somebody in your life, you will see them again. I I promise you that. Um, if, uh, let's see, at this council, we also learn that because of our weakness, all of us except little children would sin. Um, so we believe that the age of, of accountability is eight. That's why when we turn eight, we are then baptized if you're born into the church. Um, also, like my daughter I was talking about the other night, she's getting ready to be baptized next month. She will be eight years old. Uh, I can't believe how time has gone so fast. It is crazy. It feels like she was she was born yesterday. Um, but she, I, watching her grow up, um, and you know, I kind of compare her and my son. My son is five, and then my daughter, my youngest daughter, she is uh, four and a half months. So. You know, just looking at the looking at the the three of them, my oldest daughter knows better than my son. My son still does stuff that he that he doesn't know better. He's still learning. He's still growing, 
and my baby, she, she, she doesn't know. She's just happy. She just smiles all the time. <laughs> she, she, she giggles. She doesn't, she doesn't know what she's doing. My son, he's still, he's still learning. But my oldest, she knows right from wrong. She knows not to take something. She knows um, how to how to make the right choices. Um, we learn also that a savior would be provided for us. So at this meeting, at this grand council, Heavenly Father knew that we would come here and we would need a savior um, to to redeem be re, or would twisting my words here a little bit we they he presented to us a savior he knew that christ or he knew that a savior would be needed to redeem uh for our sins atone for our sins and we and uh, we believe that christ stood up and said here i am send me not my will be done but yours be done um and and because of the Savior atoning for our sins, He stands with us. Um, everything that we've gone through in our life, He has felt. He has felt all the sorrow, all the pain that you go through. Um, so He knows exactly how you feel. We learn that if we placed our faith in Him, obeying His word and following His example, we would be exalted and become like our Heavenly Father. We would receive a fullness of joy. Well, that'll about do it for the, for tonight. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, stay tuned for next episode where we are going to talk about Jesus Christ, our chosen leader and Savior. Um, and again, if you don't have a Book of Mormon and you would like one to follow along um, as we talk about uh, the gospel principles I'd be more than happy to send you one um, if not I'll just read them on here and you can listen and follow along have a good one